0: We don't want to do anything to scare your children, that's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody.
1: The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep.
0: We got nightmares and they got fantasies. No sanity is just insanity. My mommy hoping nothing happens to me. All right, so I sound good? Yeah, we 15. And... Okay, so how do I start? I got... <laughs> I know he's probably witnessed a few of these, but, you know, first time on air. Um, but before we get into that, you know what it is, is Lord Jalen Willett, the Negus of Nassau, St. Anton Alexander, and we coming to you with another episode of Everything Cool, The Outside on the Main Road Edition. Hey. So, like, you know, we wearing sunglasses and we trying to, you know, keep the haters away and stop traffic at the same time. Uh, haters but, and trolls. <laughs> haters and trolls. But I don't want to go in too much further without introducing the legendary, mind oh. himself, Travolta Cooper. The funny thing is, when I say Travolta, people be like, the actor?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Story of my life. Well, welcome, Travolta, to everything cool. Travolta
1: Thank very you, man. very him, happy to be here. Uh big fan of Justin's and this show. So, yeah. I'm very happy to be here. But yeah,
0: me and him have known each it, it's been almost going on two years.
1: Thereabouts, yeah. yeah it
0: feel like yeah. a lifetime. Like, you know, I always tell people like when he's one of the few people I get together where we get have like 5-hour conversations and you get lost track of time. So, I was like, you know,
1: very smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Y'all so, should be listening. <laughs> so, you know, um, but
0: we, before we get any further, you know, we always start off every show with the Bahamian word, phrase, or saying of the day. So we, we always give that honor to, uh, you know, the honorary guests. So give it to us.
1: The Bahamian word of the day?
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> word or phrase. Word or phrase or saying. It don't have to just be one thing.
1: <clears throat> it's funny because we was on set the other day and everyone was going on about the name Boisel. Boisel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, from Leah. Yeah, oh, exactly. Boisel. It's like how, like, there's not a... Is there a more Bahamian name than Boisel? You Boisel. Know? And then the way you have to say it, like, Boisel. Mm. You know? So anyway, so that was a weekend moment we had, but uh, the phrase that comes to mind right now is... Bye. Boy. Is that unoriginal?
0: Mm-hmm. No,
1: actually, we, I don't think we had, but yet.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> 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 like, so the word is bay. So yeah. what does that mean? and How do you spell it? Because that's a often. There's only debate. one word to spell it.
1: Actually, that's debatable.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's
1: B-E-Y. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Some says B U I. Some mm-hmm. say B I. Be yeah. Some people be like B O
0: U I. I'm like boy is B E Y. Right.
1: Everyone has their own interpretation of it, yeah. but I I think it's B E Y. Yeah. That's
0: what looked the best to me. Right. Right? Like, you know, just yeah. how it would like lays out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but cool. So we about to get in deep into, um, you know, Travolta has been. Would you say you are a legendary filmmaker? Because I feel like, you know, because you've been doing this so long. You're trying to get I, me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's like you've been doing this forever. Okay, he might not look that old. But I'm going to leave that right there. Mm. So, <laughs> so um, Travolta's worked on a number of projects, including the now airing TV show, Where in the World it's Wally, which um, big big project, big big project, which I'm a part of the project as well. I've been working on since yes, he is early 2019. So yeah. you know, so Travol- um, "Where in the World Is Wally?" is the latest of Travolta's projects, but he has a number of other projects coming as well as past, and one of them includes the film Black Moses, which is debuting on our TV next month.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Independence Month. Okay, uh, big deal. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, Black Moses has been out since... We released it theatrically uh, in 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it sort of had a... We were working out this TV deal for a while. It's been on DVD, Mm -hmm. and it's been doing very well on DVD. Um, And we've been debating this TV deal for a while. Um, That sort of went nowhere. Okay. And then 2020 happened. And... The whole world shut down and I thought to myself, yeah. these are interesting times. I feel like we should give Bahamians free access to the film yeah. um, because these kinds of times usually incite protests and, and revolution, and, and revolution. Exactly. Yeah. So, that, that's really what inspired it. Interesting. Was I rewatched the film?
0: During like As soon as the whole Pandemic started I sort of rewatched it And it was like It was intriguing How it's somewhat Correlated to these times To where it's like You know A lot of people here In the Mamas Have a lot of questions On how and why We we do things We do it As well as you know Of course, we have so many unemployed people, and they be like, why we don't do away with always pumping 100% into tourism? Mm -hmm. But, you know, you watch this film, you would understand the whole systematic approach behind it. So, like, you know, I've been saying multiple times across different podcasts and platforms, that's a film that you want to check out. You know, you want to understand why Bay Street is the way it is, and why... Hold on, let's wait for this track, to Boss... All right, we live on the street for real. We ain't even playing. These ain't no No, no, sound effects. We we out here, (laughs) but
2: we really out here. You want
0: to understand why? Okay, no, Bahamian really owns any access to any ports or own any real estate close to the shore. You want to understand why? You know, we put so much emphasis on tourism. You want to know why? Okay, certain industries didn't take place, or what happened to the art industry early on after the sixties. I'll, like a lot of those questions Are answered Inside of this documentary
1: And those were genuine questions I mean yeah. like that was uh, So a little bit about me I was um, mm. I was in America Since I was 16 I'm a kid who grew up in Bimini mm. um, Bimini You know Northwest Bahamas uh, Abaco yeah. Bimini And um, Abaco Freeport Bimini Yeah And I spent a significant ye- amount of time outside the country, Uh, the defining years of my life were really in America, Um, Mm -hmm. which is probably why I sound half Bahamian, half American. I mean, I think I
0: sound like that, too. (laughs) It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, But
1: um, when I came home in 2008, 2009, that was a central question for me. A central question was, who are we as a people? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we arrive in this current space At that time that we were in um, And I knew the answer to that The answer to that was do do your research Like, history Is going to give you the answer His story His story And, um, you know, that inspired uh, A few little documentary projects That I did before Black Moses Black Moses was obviously the biggest one Yeah um, But that was my own personal sort of two three-year exploration Mm. um i i knew the person to help give me those answers um was first and foremost going to be sir Lyndon Pinling. he's sort of the central figure in bahamian history yeah um and it's it's a no-brainer you know a bahamian doing a movie on Lyndon Pinling is i've gotten like four or five different scripts since we released black moses of other Bahamian screenwriters that want to do a movie on Sir Lyndon Pilling, others that want to do documentaries on him. You know, and there can be several because... Yeah.
0: there's so many different things.
1: I mean, dude was in power for like 25 years, yeah. you know, and and he ushered us into independence. So that's really... That story is really, in lots of ways, the holy grail of, 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 of what it means to be Bahamian. And so I was curious... To discover that for myself, and then it became this big movie. So all of you got to discover it with me. You know that that yeah. that that journey really. But um, yeah. So, what do you think
0: about you know? Because I see this as a very conscious film or whatever, and I I'm into a lot of black conscious things. Yeah. so where it's like you know understanding how my place in the world. Yeah. As a melanated person, um, and understanding. You know um, Why We as Bahamians It feels like we don't Like independence Was significant But it's becoming More insignificant As the years go by Because You know you're starting to realize You don't really We don't really own nothing Or whatever Like And The way how you tell stories Was that inspired Into you by Who you grew up around As a child Or Like you know That came more so from Experiencing the world and seeing the world from a bigger view, and then you coming back and seeing so many different things. Wrong.
1: All of the above. Yeah. Okay. Good question. Um, well, I mentioned my Northwest upbringing, my Northwest Bahamas upbringing, mm-hmm. and um, my mother's family. So my parents, Hannah Cooper, um, they split. Um, she went back to Bimini once they divorced. Raised us in Bimini, he went back home to Abaco, Cooperstown Abaco, where he's from. Okay. So we sort of lived in between the two islands in lots of ways. Um, but Bimini was this PLP stronghold, right? Okay. So when I was growing up in the 80s, Lyndon Pinling was a god. Interesting. Like he was an absolute god, he was a hero. <clears throat> But when I would visit my family in Cooperstown, Abaco, he was a devil. <laughs> uh-huh. You know that was an FNM territory. That was an FNM sort of UBP stronghold. And mm. so um, that was always that always informed my childhood. Just the just sort of the mythology of this man. You know, like mm. um, why is he seen as good on one end, and why is he seen as evil on the other end? And when I went away, when I left the country. Um, yeah I mean it, it, it broadened my As it does most Bahamians When we go off to school You know like it broadens yeah. Our viewpoint we, yeah. We're we able to compare And contrast um, um, So by the time I came back home And I was sort of In this culture shock Of having to figure out Again having to figure out What is Bahamian Having to figure out This place Having to figure out This space um, I recognize the accents, I recognize the food, Mm. I recognize all the things that we deem as Bahamians, but I couldn't put my finger on what is Bahamian. Like it's easy when you go to um, Jamaica or Trinidad, like their culture is just everywhere. Like you can feel it in the air, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I came home, it was like, in fact, I remember that summer, like uh, Little Wayne was big that summer. Uh, yeah, summer
0: eight. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah, Carter you know, three uh, came out. Uh, wow, L- yeah. the,
1: the lollipop song, yeah. The Carter that.
0: three was out, <laughs> yeah. That was fire, like, <laughs> and I was just like, that's crazy.
1: But this is what I was listening to in LA, like, it's so it so in my head, it was like it was like what you is never Bohemian left. culture, like, it's like we seem to we seem to adapted all these other cultures, Jamaica, yeah, Trinidad, America. Asian culture, and I couldn't like, figure out who we were, and so, um. That's been a journey since then, and in a way, in lots of ways, it's still a journey. So you feel like because I always like
0: from watching Black Moses and doing my own research. Do you feel like we ever had a cultural identity? <clears throat> Ooh, because if you like, oh, you trying to set me up? <laughs> no, but it's like I said that because. These like, are the questions people want to know. Yeah, because it's like, yo, if you like, look back at it and understand how we came and why we do certain things, it's all to be more appealing to um, tourists, to essentially, to right. a certain
1: amount of grief. I think there were opportunities in Bahamian history for cultural identity. Mm. I think that's, that's clearly the case when you read <clears throat> um, Sir Sidney Poitier's book. His yeah. early, his his biography in the early eighties, where he talks about his time in the Bahamas and what drove him out of the Bahamas, which is another short film that I'm I'm putting together. Mm-hmm. Um Quick plug. it's clear when you read mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the works of and I think there was a documentary done on it too, on um what's Homeboy's name again? Um, Edmund Moxie. Okay, yeah. Uh June Bay Village. Oh, like yeah, Jome Village, it's,
0: the legendary Jome Village. When you Village. read
1: about the story of Joseph Spence and when you read about the yeah. story of Amos Ferguson, you realize that um, we've had multiple opportunities, um, just as Jamaica and just as Trinidad has, yeah. to fuel our culture and, and cultivate our culture. Um, and culture literally, culture and cultivate come from the same word. It means to, you have to fuel it, you know, and, and I think. Um, I think specifically what happened during the pendling years was that <clears throat> the country became more about the politics and less about the culture. So our politicians, you know, and even to this day, our politicians are rock stars. Yeah, right? yeah. They're absolute celebrities. Yeah. But the culture architects are sort of in the in the in the background, and the and the po- the politics are in the foreground. And I think that's. In lots of ways, one of the negative aspects of the legacy of Sir Lyndon Pindling. Right. So,
2: piggybacking off of that, uh, during your research and your experience uh, documenting the film, yeah. what would you say is your interpretation of Bahamian independence?
1: Bahamian? Independence.
0: That's a good question.
1: Sir Arlington Butler, you all know who he is? So, he was interviewed. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was in the film for a short time, but he uh, he said... I asked him the same question, mm. Mm. and I'll tell you what his response was. His response was, all we got on independence was... A flag. A flag right. <laughs> and a passport. Yeah. <laughs> In his, He says this with his, like, British vernacular. Yeah, you know, uh, like, and a
0: lunch pail <laughs> from the Queen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all, that's all it really was, because it's like, you know, what um, exactly
1: happened? Yeah, I, uh, we've, we've not done the best job of... Um, I mean, I can give Sir Linden tons of credit, and, and every leader is going to be criticized on their good and bad. Like, I read mm. some of the comments today on Menace on social yeah. media, yeah, he, and sometimes yeah, good. it's good, good. sometimes, sometimes it's he's right. the devil from hell, right? Yeah. So that's just the weight of leadership. Yeah. Um, Sir Linden, that era didn't do a great job on cultivating Bahamian culture, and Bahamian independence... Um, From what I'm told, because I didn't know him, I'm told he, in the end, he really lamented that they didn't do enough for true independence, which is Mm. economic independence. Yeah. Independence is when you own your stuff. Yeah. Period. Right. So when Bahamians own this country, or when Kenyans own Kenya, or when Nigerians own Own Nigeria, Nigeria. et cetera, et cetera, like, this wasn't a phenomenon that was used to... This wasn't a phenomenon that was In unique to the, the Bahamas. Yeah, this worldwide. This was happening globally around yeah. the world as it relates to these post-colonial, specifically black countries. Like somebody wrote the script and was like, y'all Negroes ain't going to own nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And then piggybacking off of that as well, it was interesting that he is painted as the freedom fighter, like the independence warrior. Right. But essentially he didn't want true independence. He simply wanted like a self-governance. We could handle our situation, but within the purview of uh, the Commonwealth or the queen egos yeah. man
1: I mean and ironically that's the story of Moses, right mm, like yeah. Moses was a powerful, powerful figure in ancient history, um, and when you adapt that to today um, you're, you're basically dealing with you're, de- you're basically dealing with this huge ego, this huge power who um, um, in the words of Miles Monroe, you know he begins to read his own, he begins to believe his own fan mail, mm, <laughs> right. and I think Selinden, in lots of ways fell prey to that. I think um, I think around the late '70s it became clear that this movement was about one man, mm,
2: yeah. and it
1: was all about holding on to the reins of power. Right. And 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 again, that's not unique to Selinden. That's Shimon Kenyatta in Kenya. That's yeah. that's all of them. That's. The worst we've seen would have been in Idi Amin in Uganda, you know, where they actually end up killing their own people. Mm, Yeah. Um, But Sigmund Freud actually wrote a story about Moses and his view, his viewpoint of Moses was that Moses, Moses's whole goal was to get the people to the wilderness so he could rule them. Mm. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm going say that again. Yeah. Moses'
0: whole goal was to get the people to the wilderness.
1: Moses' psychoanalysis, uh-huh. according to Sigmund Freud, was that his thing was to get the people to the wilderness so he could rule them. Like it was never really about delivering the people. It yeah. was about delivering them to himself.
2: So he developed a God complex along Correct. the way. right? With I mean, I can so see that.
0: It to him from God. Correct. Yeah.
2: Correct. Pretty interesting.
0: Because I can see that because in the story of Moses, he often gets frustrated with the people. He gets frustrated.
1: Yeah. And apparently he frustrated God, which is why he never yeah. went, led yeah. them to the yeah, promised land. land. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's
0: just having power for too long. Right. Mm, like, you know, because you, you somewhat get blinded in your own ambitions. Right. Right. And what you see fit. For-
1: and when we read the story, we realize that, um, you know, Moses walked before the people. They followed him. Right. Yeah. Right. But when they were going to the promised land, Joshua walked behind the people. Yeah. So you're looking... So on one end, you have a, like a bit of a dictator and on the other end, you have a bit of a coach.
2: Yeah, more yeah. of a, a shepherd. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Not even a shepherd, like a, that word shepherd messes me up, but mm. like, a, a, like a coach. Like yeah. the coach is always in the background, Pushing the promoting plate. the team, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you, ra- you rarely see a coach that's a big, big celebrity. The coach becomes a celebrity if the team is a celebrity. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how you flip the narrative on um on power, really. Right.
2: And then I also want to touch on the black Moses title because, you know, Moses is depicted widely or as we, we know as yeah. a black man already. So yes. then that, yeah, that I got on Yeah, that was just <laughs> like Yeah <laughs> No,
0: because I one day when we was I watched it the first time and you know, I watched it and I was like You know, Moses was already black. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that's been. You should read the comments on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that's that's been a big, big, um, big thing. Like, um, um, in fact, when we first announced the title back in 2012 or something, um, a lot of the comments were, "But isn't Moses already black?" Right. Yeah. And. if
2: you could, the mic. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you could. Uh, yeah, I mean... Dude, that's a tall order. That's a, <laughs> that's a... I mean, you know, I'm traveling all over the world. I'm in Israel. I'm in Europe. I'm everywhere. Where this man is... I mean, he's all things to all men, right? He's right, Arab yeah. to the Arabs. He's white to the white Jews. He's black to the... So, my thing was never about I mean the movie is obviously about race Mm -hmm, and there is a legitimate argument that Moses was black right but when you see the film and you see the way it's filmed and you see the way you see the style of it hopefully you see this you see that when we talk about the black Moses we were mostly interested in something we call film noir Mm -hmm. which is a style of filmmaking it's shadows and it's 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 just like you see the film, how you know Moses is being interviewed in a way because nah. you're trying to figure out if this person is good or evil. Um, those are classic tropes of something we call film noir. It's a genre, right? Um, and yeah, I know it's a documentary, but I like to mix it up. I like to do cool things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my thing was I want to do a documentary, and I wanted to be film noir, and I wanted to be about St. London. <laughs> yeah. Right, and you just tied I,
2: everything together. Exactly. So, so the, the title so is almost a foreshadowing of the project. The,
1: the title yeah. is the title points more more to the style of the film, less than it does to his race. it's, okay. it's about like the Dark Knight. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, that's a film noir. That's those are movies about moral ambiguity, and 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 and, and sorry, the title more or less points to the. Points to the theme and the style of the movie than it does uh, whether he was black or white or Arab, um, yeah. and I don't know if I thought the title was going to be that. Yeah, yeah, because polarizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it might have been something different because I didn't even think about it. I was, I'm so in my own head as a filmmaker that yeah. you know, like I, you you know, you have a tunnel vision, but then you release it and it's like, oh, but Moses was black, and I'm like, but well, we're not saying he wasn't. Right, it's it's. Yeah. it's 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 about good and evil, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, like he's like a black sheep, um, or the black dahlia, or I mean, if you just Google titles of film noir films, it's always like white or black, mm-hmm. and, and and that's not race. That's that's moral ambiguity. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, so coming from off the heels of Black Moses, how was it? It initially received, but and then how you feel this time now, like we had time to be at home and view this project, how you feel like the reception has changed in a whole decade?
1: It's it's crazy, I mean, because, I mean, look, look here we are doing an interview, and I have another one tomorrow yeah. with more 94 or somebody. Sorry, I did not mean to be disrespectful. Right.
0: <laughs> Shout out I, whoever you are. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and then I got another one on Saturday, and then I got another one next week. Okay. Um, and these are people who contacted me, like they they saw the film, and they were like, "We need to talk about this." And and I'm like, "Yeah, but we released this in 2014. Like I've mm, already yeah. done the press, the
0: press run. But it's almost it. like
1: you, it got a second win, right? And um, yeah. that's a great question, though." I think it has a lot to do with, um, I mean, social media is so prevalent right now.
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't as much in 2013. It was, I mean, it was present, but it it wasn't like.
0: It was in its infancy because Instagram, I just came out. You know uh, what I'm saying? Twitter, Instagram. For five years or so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, um, it's. Like, people are literally watching movies on their phones, right. yeah. whereas when Black Moses came out and we um, submitted it to Biff, excuse me, and Biff was like, this is awesome. We wanted to close the festival, which hadn't happened before. Mm. So that was the first time. And Biff is the Bahamas International Film Festival all the way. Yep. And that was the first time... In this history, where a Bahamian movie opened the festival, and closed it, okay, and so that was that was a pretty awesome accomplishment, right? Um, and you know, Dennis came down, and yeah. Danny Glover came down, and um, it was cool. a big, big thing. Dennis being the State Farm guy, I, what was his are last you name? in good hands? Yeah, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting story how he got a, how he got to be a part of the movie too. But mm. but yeah, I mean that was a whole different time. Like we. If Black Moses were made today, it would be a different movie. I think. Right. It, I think it would be a, a docu series. Yeah, because like, it would be take you, you could get go get ten hours. Because in two thousand thirteen, we were fashioning the documentary for theatrical release. So it's yeah. so it's shorter. I have to cut a lot of things, which was frustrating beyond belief. You know, I mean, I know you guys saw it and you love it, but. Yeah.
0: The There's kind of a lot more there.
1: going on that yeah. I would have loved to have
2: just... That'd be pretty interesting for a re-release, though. It if would. You, uh, yeah. If you yeah. change the concept to a series. Yeah, yeah. Add it's, in a whole lot of stuff that you it's, left it's, out. It's,
1: it's, it's something I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. I've just been busy with other things. It's just a know. Yeah, And yeah. we're going to get into those <laughs> after the break. But, um, but but yeah, I... um. I think I mostly want to encourage. I want to encourage more Bahamian filmmakers to do this. I think. Yeah. Um, I think Sir Linden has at least five more documentaries to be done on various aspects of, you know, um, his life. I, I think. Do um, you want me to wait? Yeah. 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 Okay. See what I mean? Yes, but yeah. we like the live
0: on Yeah, this ain't a joke, yo. <laughs> you know. So, you know, uh, we ain't faking for real. for Theo real. didn't. Right. Yeah.
1: But, but I can um, see why
0: he would be frustrated with that. Oh, dog. my God.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, um, I want to see more. I want to see more films. And I've been reading the comments on YouTube and everywhere else. And, you know, it's inspiring people to do more films and do more research. Yeah. Um, and that's good because there, we, we, we need more content. We need... And, and I encourage you to do it fast because that generation is dying out. You yeah. know, like one person talked to me and they were like, should I stop? Because I see you trying to go to... No, break. no, no, no. Mm. No, mm. one person talked to me and they were like, they'd like a... Like everyone in the Black Moses was like a... A fossil or... Not a, just a, a... relic? Well, uh, uh, like distinguished, you know, like yeah. Andrew Young's and the yeah. Sean McQueenies or whatever, like the stalwart counselors and yeah. the the the... the the creme de la, you know, the mucky muck, the muckamucks, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, "Man, I want to see a street documentary on Pinland. I want to hear mm. what the people got to say." Mm. And I'd love to see that. That wasn't going to be my movie at that time. Yeah. And I ain't making another Pinland movie. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you but already, got, you I'd already love, got too much. Uh, I would love to see more, more done. Absolutely. alright But
0: this conversation is getting very riveting, and uh, we got so much more to say. But we're going to be right back after these messages. Hey. Hi. This is your favorite zaddy, Lord Jalen Willard from Everything Cool. And this episode is sponsored by... BahaWear is a costume brand where we want all of our customers to experience an impressive level of professionalism and trust us to supply the best products that you need. All of our carnival, jungle, and samba costume services exist to make your celebration experience easier and stress-free. Currently, we are selling pillows and shirts in honor of the Bahamian Independence Day coming up on July 10th. Check us out at BahaWear.com and follow us on social media at BahaWear on Instagram and BahaWear LLC on Facebook. And we're back, you know, from break. We always have interesting breaks, but we're about to, you know, continue to dissect and go in on different things around the culture. And with that, I would like to ask Revolta the first question. Like, you know, what inspires you to make all your projects and focus on telling the Bahamian story? Like, you know, make them Bahamian centric all the time.
1: <clears throat> I'm actually talking with a a South African author right now about adapting their book into um a movie in South Africa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so that's that's a, that's an ongoing conversation. Um but even in that um the thing that most incites me about the book um is how sort of South African culture and Bahamian culture lead these sort of parallel lives. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how so? Yeah. Like, it's... um. I mean... You could be walking down a street, you know, somewhere in Johannesburg, and see a bunch of kids, you know, do, playing ring play. Mm-hmm. And those kids look just like we did in Bimini when I was growing up like it's it's. I mean they're speaking a different language yeah. it's clearly a different culture but and I think I told you this it's like when the twins that were separated at birth grow up and yeah. they meet each other as adults and they look identical yeah. Yeah. but they're not identical at the same time
0: Right. I think Dr. Ian Strong did a film about that like mid 2000s right. where it was a ring play. You saw uh, Bahamian, little children doing the ring play, and then he went to St. Lucia. Right. And it was the same thing, but it was just like, they said, like, she twists. She twists.
1: Right, she right, twists, right. Like, <laughs> you know. Right, right, so, right. Um,
0: yeah. You know, uh, huh?
2: right. Yeah. Your phone.
1: Your phone. Yeah. And so, but back to your question, I um, I don't know. I think it just has a lot to do with... um. I mean, I am Bahamian. My Mm -hmm. parents are Bahamian. My grandparents are Bahamian. Mm -hmm. I was born and raised Bahamian. I I think it just has something to do with cinema is this canvas that allows you to explore truth, Mm -hmm. right? And I think think a central question in my work is what is Bahamian? Mm -hmm. So if that's going to be a film in South Africa that parallels Bahamian life, yeah. Then it's then it's it's sorta of the same central question. Yeah, because I mean if that's Black Moses, if mm-hmm. that's Wally, um because where in the world is Wally? Mm. Which you haven't asked me about yet, but I was we telling somebody know, the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was telling somebody the other day, like Wally is where in the world is Wally It's also about where in the world is the is, is, is the Bahamas? Where in the world is the Bahamian? Mm. Where in the world is the Bahamian dream? Right. Where in the world is Wally is that Search for all things Bahamian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then to piggyback off that and because I be in the cut room. <laughs> um I mean Wally is like in a subliminal kind of way wherever Wally goes, well he's the Bahamian there, but sometimes he meets other Bahamians in cities that's not
1: Or even if it's characters nah. in other cities nah. that are being that are even if they're playing foreign characters, yeah. they're actually Bahamian actors.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, like for instance, um, when Wally appears in New York, right. and, you know, you have Jafari J- and, I think, well, no, um, what's his name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah,
1: yeah, Jonathan. So they pop
0: up, or like, you know, whatever other locations, because, like, you know, I have a lot of. Baman Bae- Bae- friends that are actors in different spaces and they'll be reaching out to me like, oh, I tried to get on Wally like da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, I know Travolta. This and that. Asking when is another um, casting going to happen or whatever. So, you know, it can happen. Like, you go wherever. Like, Bahamians are worldwide. It's just that we don't know. So, you
1: know. Uh, and, um, and, 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 and that's just it. Whether it's Jonathan in New York or Oral Ellis in... In LA, you know yeah. who was in Blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these are Bahamians that didn't necessarily find the; uh, they couldn't get the opportunities here. Yeah, so, so they, they went away. Yeah, and so I thought it would have been interesting to take the opportunities to Bahamians away yeah. and somehow glue Bahamians in this global space. Yeah, um, who would have otherwise been here had the opportunities been here?
0: Yeah, and I always try to emphasize that with all my platforms is trying to connect right all back together Because right. it's like Okay Like my, one of my friends Like Devon Rogers He's an actor in Orlando Or right. like my other friend Kristen She's an actor In Atlanta. And my, my other friend of mine Is Ashley Right She's been I forget what series be, Shout like, out to Ashley TV1 Yeah Oh yeah that's your cousin I yeah. forget about that So like she's a main actress On TV1 right now So it's like But we wouldn't know that If we don't go searching And someone tell us These well, things Oh we ain't affiliated Yeah
1: Absolutely. So like, And and, and, uh, yeah, and that's sort of one of the themes of the
2: production. I ain't getting as much sound from you, bro. Oh,
1: yeah. That's sort of one of the themes of the production. And I decided that early on, once we, because it was originally going to be a smaller project, Mm -hmm. but once it became bigger, it was clear to me that we were going to work with Bahamians in all the various cities that we were in, Mm -hmm. whether that was in America or even Europe, even in Amsterdam, Mm -hmm. where there was a Bahamian PA on set. Mm. Like, he was actually a photographer who had lived there since the 90s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and this was as close to the Bahamas he'd come in, like, yeah. forever. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, um, we're already this small little country. Yeah. And so it's like, how is it we have a diaspora? <laughs> diaspora is normally when you have, like, millions and millions and millions of people. Right. But I know just from Black Moses, just from our own history, is that We've historically, and it's still going on, we've historically had these brain drains where um, people didn't necessarily see the opportunities here. And so they left.
0: Yeah. And then they sort of assimilated to whatever culture. Right. So they basically, they, they vanished out of existence. Right.
1: And these are capable, people. wonderful, intelligent, leading the world Bahamians, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. These ain't some average. I Joker. know one dude who was actually trying to get this um, contract with when Bahama was being built. Mm-hmm. And they told him he was overqualified. Right. That's, a common, That's a common label. Like, I don't know what that How label can I means. be overqualified in my own country?
0: How can I be overqualified here? Right. <laughs> what is that? Or oh, whatever. That just means I know how to do the job very well. Like, so right, what you know? did
1: he do? He went back to America.
0: Mm.
2: So we have nation builders scattered across, across the globe. You, like, you, you know? In ways you wouldn't believe. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: it, so so, um, yeah. The, the the alternate side of history would be uh, also something wonderful to see. Like like, what if?
0: What if all of them came back? Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I what? mean, I think you know because I always have this dream of building a new Wakanda, and I think you need, quote unquote, the war dogs in these different places. But again, that connection need to be established. So okay, right. you over there, let's set up shop. I need to get whatever you got over there, mm-hmm. and I can help you from home in front. And then we mm-hmm. keep on going back and forth. Okay, your kids might want to, you want to probably want to ingratiate yourself more with the Bahamian history and things like that. And you want to probably, yeah. if you have children over there, you will probably want them to spend some time in the Bahamas. So you have family here. If I got kids and I need them to go on a more international level, I can send them to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what. that's what different other groups do. That's what... Our cousins in Jamaica, they do that all the time. Less mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. Yeah, it's more of burned bridges and a spider web. Yeah.
2: And really, a lot of Bahamians don't even believe that we have history. Like yeah. The bulk of our history, from what I can remember, is slaves, like slave-centric, the yeah. large proprietors, etc. So, I mean, people don't, aren't really that interested because they don't believe nothing is there for them to strive towards. Mm-hmm. So, if more... Um, Elo Penland more Randall Fox more Milo Butler is taught then I feel
0: like we'd have more passion in being a Bahamian
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: and then this is happening not just in entertainment in all levels bro cause it's like you know um, shout out to my guys who runs the player tribute like they have athletes who were Ex-professionals But they're hired By universities In Canada and the US Right Or whatever But it's It's a constant Brain trainer tra- yeah. Because it's like You know We don't want to pay We just want to focus On tourism Yeah not, We don't want to focus On it at all. Or whatever Like you know Tourism and Whatever The Smaller remnants Of offshore banking Is Or whatever and so
1: Bahamian genius Remains offshore Yeah right. And i say that again Bahamian genius Remains offshore Dude, there are whole courses. I can't remember the name of the university in Canada, but there was a course taught on Joseph Spence. Yeah, I
0: seen it. Like the Joseph Spence technique mm. or whatever. Like
1: you ask the average Bahamian who Joseph Spence is. Don't know. No, it is like a whole college course. So when you ask me what is Bahamian culture, it's
0: in some Canadian college. Exactly. Yeah. Being taught to Canadians. So, like, you know, I mean, I think. We just need to do a better job with that because it's like, you know, um, and that's why going to Wally, I think Wally touches on something why Wally's unique. It touches on Bayman folklore, which we don't really like to heavily acknowledge, right, or whatever. And that sort of gets into the culture a little bit too, because okay, everybody can relate. Okay, if you bring up, oh, you ever saw things, or if you ever got like these markings while you sleep? Yeah. Or seeing some mm-hmm. exorcism or something mm-hmm. like that. You will see people. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And I remember that. And this person tried to call up this thing or whatever. Like, you know, so um, it's just I think accepting our culture is for the longest time. I feel like Nassau has become a mini melting pot. However, because we have so many other cultures that not just we accept, but live here. Mm-hmm. Right. Whatever. Like, you have a large community of Indians where all of the India states are re- have representatives here. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You have the Filipino community. You have the Chinese community. Okay. You have the Chinese mm-hmm. community. You have all the British community. You have all, like, wherever, any national you want to find, you can find a national. I remember I met someone from Uganda who helps uh, like build the different Wendy's and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not Uganda. Um, Uruguay.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the only
2: difference is we're being consumed by the melting pot instead of being the
0: stirrer. Mm. we we instead we, of seasoning the pot, we right. in the pot.
2: Yeah, we sh- we supposed to be surveying the pot instead we getting cooked.
1: Well, mm. I mean the. the it goes back to the to the question of culture and cultural identity. If the culture was strong enough, right? Yeah, then you know we'd then have we're the chef the pot, on. Yeah, right. you
0: know?
1: but the culture was already weak. Yeah. So it's like, what happens when you have just a little bit of lemonade and tons of water? Mm, yeah. You can hardly taste the lemon the right. lemonade. Right. Like, yeah. it's It's. I don't know if we have enough culture already to sustain an influx of culture, because what's going to happen is the little culture we already have gets distorted. And don't tell me junkanoo is bohemian culture. Right. It is, but it's not the be all end all. Yeah.
0: Like that is BS. I think it's the last frontier because a lot (laughs) of other things are slowly dying out. Yeah. I and mean.
1: even John Canoe's getting infiltrated. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? Like, so so this thing, this thing, like, it's coming at us from all ends, you know? It's coming so, at us from all sides, you know? But with that, so what What I want to ask,
0: right, back to Wally, what inspired you to take the whole folklore and to bring to life certain tales of Bamian in life, not just with the spirituality aspect, like, mm-hmm. you know, you have a was that episode two? Episode two when they was in a police station. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, seeing yeah, no, the that police was fun. dynamic, that was um, fun. you know. Yeah. Things, small things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Wally was a to- tale that was told about us. My grandmother was a folklorist. She told us stories. Mm. Growing up in Bimini, the current would go off. Mm. Much like it is here in Nassau these days. Right. It's mm. funny, it on in Bimini, but it you know. mm. ain't <laughs> on. But um to I used to look like forward to when the current went off because mm. Mama would um, Mama Dell as we call her mm. um you know she would light her little oil lantern and her candles and you know gather all the children mm. and it's story time. Right. You know? I was
2: just about to say tell stories. Um,
1: and one of the you know the, we you know, we know the common ones, the booking the Barabis, mm. but um Live from the street side, <laughs> she told this story about uh, Wally, who was uh-huh. this um, man who drank a lot. Um, and one day he woke up somewhere else, mm. where, in, somewhere else in the world. And it was essentially a cautionary tale about drinking, mm. as all the folklores are. The folktales are always like, there's always some morale or some lesson yeah. to be learned, right? And that's not just Bahamian, that's universal. Yeah. Um, it never hit my mind that it would be a series, though, or that mm-hmm. it would be anything that I'd be interested in doing until, um, as you know, I'm doing a documentary on Miles Monroe. Yep. i right? we going to get so into that we were, next. I was traveling all over the place mm-hmm. like a madman. Um, and one day we were in Swaziland, mm. which is in the southern part of Africa. The Swaziland is a kingdom. Mm. We were there to talk to the king of Swaziland about Miles Monroe because mm. Miles Monroe advised the king of Swaziland. Like that's the kind of
2: power move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's tough. what we what we don't appreciate is
1: actually we well, we don't know. <laughs> well, Ma- Miles Monroe is Bohemian genius personified, but that's yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, and yeah. um, so I was in Swaziland. I was in my hotel. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. And I was tired from all the travel and just exhausted from, you know, being jet lagged and because that was like a, that was like a national, African national tour. Like we'd gone from South Africa to Namibia to Botswana to Swaziland. So I was Mm. exhausted, right? Mm. And I wake up in Swaziland and for about 10 whole minutes, it was pitch dark in my hotel room. I didn't know where I was. (laughs) Like I physically, I don't know if you can call it amnesia or yeah, I don't know what the science is. I have heard it, about that. because right. like I used to have
0: professors to be like, you know, when they're on a intense production schedules, they have to write down which city they're in. Mm-hmm. They wake up to be like, oh,
1: I hear. <laughs> For 10 minutes, I had no idea where in the world I was. And those were literally the words that came out of my mouth. Like, where in the world am I? And it was dark. And then I thought about the Wally tale. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and so that was sort of the beginning. I started to. I, I didn't just see it as this childhood folklore tale. Now I saw it as. I could put a human spin on it. I could. I could. I could create a world with real, full-blooded Bahamians from this experience I was having, mm-hmm. you know. And when Wally begins, he's literally in a, in a in a foreign city. He doesn't know how he got there, <laughs> and and that was something I actually experienced, mm-hmm. and so. That was really the genesis of it. Um, that mixed with, you know, the fact that it was my grandmother's storytelling. Mm. And um, as you know, we pitched it to Khan, the Cannes Film Festival. And they thought, they thought it was brilliant because they saw it as a... I didn't see it as a spin on Where's Waldo or Where's Wally, mm. but they did. So whatever works. <laughs> we ended up getting the money and, and that's sort of how it started. Mm. And then, you know, the cast of the whole
0: show, you know, including a lot of local talent mm-hmm. and not not just the main cast but even the guest appearances. Yeah. There's always someone, oh yeah, I know this person or this person is this or it's like it's sort of star-studded, you know, if you've never seen it or whatever, like, you know, with the leading characters
1: and Sawyer Boy, Rennell, um, and Bodine. Yeah, and, and, and one of the things we keep and, getting back, mm-hmm. I mean... Of all the feedback we've been getting, the majority has been the acting's so good, yeah. or, like the acting's yeah. so believable. Okay, yeah. I don't know what we've done before. The Bahamians can't believe what they're seeing on screen, but they're believing it now. They're like, yeah. like they're actually believing these actors. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I know that's amazing to me because I don't know, like it's uh
0: I mean, maybe it's not Bahamians trying to be American, but telling a Bahamian story. Like, you ever seen that? Like, it's a lot of movies back in the day. You're telling a Bahamian story, but you're trying to speak with an American accent. You're trying to speak properly. It's like, write that script in Bahamian.
1: So, you know, people could feel that. And just also the trope of comedy. Like, for some reason, this memo went out in the Bahamian universe that Bahamians just want to be... A clown and, yeah. and, and joke all the time. Right. And that's all we see. So, when you have a show where Bahamians are really crying and it's real tears mm. and really acting, specifically somebody like Sawyer Boy, who's like yeah. quickly yeah. becoming like a Sidney Poitier or a Cary Grant mm. as the episodes go on, as you guys will see. Mm. It blows the mind that you that, that, that we can be real on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a it's a completely you're talking about an alternate universe earlier. It's yeah. a completely alternate look at, at 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 who we could be on screen.
0: Yeah, I and mean, then you didn't and I feel have to- like
1: I'm you know Yeah and then the go- I feel like I'm Plugging myself But <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta plug
1: yourself I mean You can I mean, talk with. It was I would, factual Listen if like, Justin Had made Wally I would be saying The same thing about right. uh, About it If you right. had made it Like it, it it's not It, it just cre- needs
0: to be made The credit really <laughs> like, goes know, To this yeah. yeah
1: the credit Really goes to this team That was put together You know Jackson And and his crew And, and these actors And And David and what they, those guys are doing at cable, like it, it's a collaborative. It's it's not just Travolta Cooper. It's mm. it's it's this wonderful team that came together to do something wonderful.
0: Yeah, like you know, and I just was always happy to become a part of the project. Like even when I saw was it was an E Vibe. What's that magazine called? E Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw the E Life cover and I was like, from like this was probably way before we met. I was like, yo, I would love to be a part of that. Like subconsciously in My mind is seeing In my timeline And then In a the new year Like Through connections And through relationships Like we linked up And then I've been a part Of the whole journey since So like right. you know, Um Just so seeing the stories Trying to figure it out Um He'd be like Oh I can't tell you that But I'd be like Alright this <laughs> makes sense And this And that and that And then you know Sometimes even like While I'm watching the play by right before everybody else Like sees it just having a good on time, just seeing what's going to happen next as, you know, you putting it
1: together and coloring and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know. Um, but but, but I'll, I'll say one thing in final, uh, to answer your question. Um, well, to finally answer your question. Right. I, like, I think I answered it, but I, mm-hmm. there was something more I wanted to say. Um, because this ties into Black Moses, too. Mm-hmm. It's all flowing from one well stream, right? All of our creativity. Um, Wally... Goes missing on Independence Night. Okay. Right? Um, mm. and, and that's on purpose. Like, Wally is about... Wally is a lamentation on Bahamian independence. Mm. Mm. At core. Interesting. So, yeah. I think you'll see that more as the, the, the show goes on. Right. Yeah.
2: So, so, instead of you being able to... Uh Explain it yourself, you more so explain it through the art. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if anybody wanna answer to your question that I ask, then they need to go watch where in the world is Wally.
1: Well, I mean these characters they're looking for Wally, but they were already lost in lots of ways. Yeah. Right. Only now more lost. Everybody's lost. It's like Where is the Bahamian dream? Right. You know, like where is um Wally created a space Here at Shipwreck Where we filmed the series Yeah He created a space Um That allowed for Bahamians To express themselves And You know Be artistic And be creative And be genius And now he's gone Mm. You know Um And Yeah that That's Boy, I feel like I'm in a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that remains in subconscious ways. You don't even realize it, but that remains a central question for me. Like, so, what is Bahamian independence? And right. then, you know, as
0: they're looking for Lord Wally, they're slowly but surely drifting. Absolutely. Apart. So while he is adrift,
1: they And then too. we release the show. Um, and then the death pinch is the last episode that was put on TV. Yeah.
0: And, and then, then the COVID, COVID hits. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs>
1: What time so, so what was like, already know. Sort of a post-Orient project Just became even more Like Drifty yeah. Yeah. You know because Because it the, the Bahamas is The Bahamas is adrift
0: <laughs> Right Yeah And that's literally, ironic Like the Iron last episode literally. Was the death pinch And Wally not disappeared But the show disappeared <laughs> Yeah
1: Like And then key. The country disappeared <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I keep on saying the show is just <laughs> the, the, that show with Clint dude, Just rode. Mm. I was watching that and I was just like, "Oh man." <laughs> no, but I mean um <laughs> it 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 it's it's Wally is clearly about the zeitgeist, the, mm. the space that we're in right now. I thought it was just going to be this post-storyian thing, but nah. It's it's post it's just it's post-independence. Right. Nice. That's what I like to think of it.
2: And then ironically enough that you mentioned Death Pinch. Right. But, you know, the late, great Miles Monroe. Right. You mentioned several times that you're working towards a project. Yeah. And if you could inform us on that, uh, however much you want to share.
1: You want me to talk about the Miles Monroe project? Yes. Yeah. And yeah.
0: then also with the... Because the project is entitled Mr. Purpose. Yes. Mm. And that's something I always like to emphasize about. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think finding our purpose is what's going to help us from not being a jerk you know this pigeon
1: is freaking yeah. me out wow
0: <laughs> He's trying
2: to find his way he don't know yeah. where in the world he <laughs> is right
1: he's like exactly he's
2: we so always do with wildlife he's a sec- bit lost right. himself Yeah, this is our second wildlife episode yeah
0: wildlife <laughs> <laughs> one two episodes ago we saw a snake eating a lizard what yeah <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Only on everything
2: cool. <laughs> hey, I just hope he don't flip the switch.
1: Yeah, so um, Miles Monroe, yeah, man, that's a big, 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 big project. That's mm. that's um, Six Continents we're filming on right now. Okay. Um, unquestionably, the most famous Bahamian Bahamian we've produced. Mm. I thought that was just my humble opinion, but then I saw somebody... Um. Somebody did a Facebook poll a few weeks ago during quarantine on the most famous Bahamian. Mm. And 95% of the comments were oh, about That's crazy. So i was like, okay, city. I guess y'all getting the memo too before mm. the documentary. So yeah. that's good. Um, I- but I think a lot of us, a lot of people I've talked to have that story where they're in a... I was just talking to And Foreno, mm. I think him and I, Anthea, were in Thailand. Yeah. And you know they didn't know what the Bahamas was, but then they mentioned Miles, and they're like, "Oh yes, we know Dr. Miles Monroe." Like, mm. I my the first time that happened to me was when I went to L.A. I was renting a car on a trip to L.A. from Miami. This is around college. And um, he saw my Bahamian driver's license. He goes, oh, the Bahamas. You mean (laughs) where God lives? Do you know Dr. Miles Monroe? And I was just like, oh, Um, yeah, sure. I'm not a big religious guy, so I... Right. It went over my head. I mean, it's
0: crazy how... They refer to him as God, and we just saw him as just another. Man. Right, <laughs> you know that
1: scripture, man. You hear yeah. that scripture about prophets? Well, like, right? Yeah, like, could,
2: like that's we, crazy. We can reach out and touch him. So, it, it, he, yeah, it's like you know, oh,
1: oh, that's so and so son. Yeah. That's so and so brother. We yeah. see
2: him speak every Sunday at PFM. Um, you know, everyone else don't have that. Luxury. And even
0: his congregation had a problem with that him being gone so much. Right, it's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you
1: know. but he, yeah, like he, he. Anyway, so um, I was making black back to, back to black Moses, man. I was mm. making Black Moses, and we were in South Africa, and he just kept coming up. Mm. I was in South Africa to talk to Tabo and Becky and uh, Nelson Mandela, who couldn't do the interview at the time because he was sick. Mm. Um, but anytime I would introduce myself as a Bahamian, he would come up. I mean, he is a rock star in South Africa. He's huge. Miles Monroe could have moved to South Africa and never come back and be like, forget y'all Bohemian. Right. (laughs) I mean, he was never going to do that, because his heart was always Mm. here. But anyway, so, when that happened, I told my team, we got to get him in this movie, because you know, that's going to be a good selling point. Miles Monroe, his name in the Black Moses was going to help us sell the film mm. because this is clearly the most famous Bahamian. This was Europe. This was Africa. This was America, right? And so we did the interview and it was awesome. And um, impacted me to this day. Um, but then his, you know, his plane crash. Mm. Yeah. and Tragically. You know that 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 was shocking. Like uh, this
0: cut right really quick. We're gonna be right back and go finish. Yeah. Wrap up yeah. with Travolta. Ready for a quick commercial break. Cool. Everything cool. <laughs> Hi. This is your favorite Zaddy Lord Jalen Willard from Everything Cool, and this episode is sponsored by. Baha is a costume brand where we want all of our customers to experience an impressive level of professionalism And trust us to supply the best products that you need All of our Carnival, Jungle, and Samba costume services exist to make your celebration experience easier and stress-free Currently, we are selling pillows and shirts in honor of the Bahamian Independence Day coming up on July 10th Check us out at BahaWear.com And follow us on social media at BahaWear on Instagram and BahaWear LLC on Facebook all right, we're back. So, yeah, the death, his death, because I remember, um, I was, yeah, I was in the U.S. at the time, and like, you know, I, I had some church friends, and they'd like, did you hear about Miles Monroe passing? I'm like, yeah, like, you know, like my mom was calling me. I mean, even up until this day, I remember, I was downtown recently. This was like in the last year. And, like, the lady come off the boat, the, the cruise room, and she's like, so where's Dr. Miles Monroe's church? I was like, if you head south of there, you're going to find it. She's like I, like, I wish we had more time to just see where he used to preach mm. or whatever. So it's like, you know, it's crazy, like, you know, because you growing up, you, okay, my, you just see a uh, Miles Monroe is just one of those other pastors. Right. Oh, okay, he have a private jet. He have this church. But he never like around. But you don't
1: realize that this is Bahamian culture being exported to the world. Yeah, right. you don't see it
0: like that. You just another Joe Suspense. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, like you, did, it's, you yeah. just yeah see it like more so or like right. He just doing whatever. Right. You know, not really understanding the magnitude of what no. they're doing to that because he's
2: not really highlighted.
0: Yeah, at I all. Mean, like
2: in common spaces, you don't see people when he was doing whatever he was doing at his peak, speaking about Miles Monroe in any kind of way. May, maybe in a negative way, but yeah. almost never in a positive way. So yeah. we don't get that kind of, that rhetoric, that constant rhetoric that'll right. like program the mind. Like, okay, Miles Monroe, let's keep our eye on him. When we go anywhere, speak highly of him, just like people from yeah. everywhere else do. Yeah, like Jamaicans always big up whoever from Jamaica, wherever they go. You know where they're from. America, same way, as much as you want to say about them. So.
0: I think we just don't respect
1: I don't know what's wrong with us, dude. Hmm. I'm, 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 I'm getting. I hope I get answers, though. Right. But, um, but this is why I do these projects because it's like, uh, I remember I was, I was just watching uh Jordan Peele talk about uh, Get Out, mm-hmm. and he said, or the commentator rather said that they felt like Get Out was this bolt of light to wake people up. Mm. You know, I and, and I think, I think, I mean, that's cinema in general. Cinema is light, right? Mm. I think back to your question about why I continue to do these projects. Mm. I guess in my heart of hearts I I just would hope that it would just wake us up to who we are and, and the the treasure that we possess. Um somebody wrote in the comments after seeing Black Moses on YouTube they were like thanks for telling thanks for documenting the the story of the greatest little country in the world. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. That's what I that's if we could get that as a nation, as a people, not as individuals, but as a people, that this is the greatest little space on the globe, as Miles Monroe believed himself, mm-hmm. then, then, dude, I, I would have done my job. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think as all, Bahamian, well, all Bahamians, we just need to find a sense of pride and identity because it's like, we can wait until people die to start celebrating them. Like, give them their flowers while they're here. Right. Or whatever, like, you know. And ironically, Miles' last sermon was about him trying to teach leadership and passing on the baton. Right. However, like, you know, he's seeing a dream where a man go to his grave with the baton still in his hand, you got to pry it out. So it's like, you know, um... There's a combination of being, you know, self-inflated egos and, oh, if I ain't doing it, I can't be happy for the next person. We basically cannibalizing ourselves right, or whatever to where, you know, a lot of resentment stirs up. Like, you know, the ones who could get away, get get away and don't want to look back. The ones who here just mash on each other. And people be like, oh, that's black crab syndrome. But it's like crabs don't try to topple each other no. in a while. That's only when they're in a pen. Right. And we had a, The
1: Crab yeah. Syndrome isn't just about the crab. It's about the- The, the p- environment. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like, yo, we just got to break out the pen. That's
1: good. That's very good. Right. <laughs> we
0: have to break out the pen. And the only way we do it is realizing, okay, if this is a pen we're in, we don't have to try to- The only way to get out is not trying to go to the top, but mm-hmm. just trying to make a way. Right. Is, is he just like that, you know? And I think that comes with you know understanding purpose, and that's what Miles was trying to do. So, what's the expecting date we're thinking of when this project will be completed, as well as when is Wally coming back?
1: Wally, I believe Wally comes back in D- in September. Okay, that's the scheduled day right now. Uh, the Miles Monroe dock is to be announced. That's I'm clearly not in control, okay. <laughs> mm. uh, there's a greater, I was talking to my son about this the other day, like mm. there's, I mean, you know, Charo, Miles Monroe Jr. Yeah. It's like, clearly, we're not in control of this. Yeah. This is going to get finished when it gets finished. Oh, right, yeah. And then it'll be ready. So y'all just need to keep, a, you know, follow me on Instagram or YouTube or At whatever. At Travolta Cooper. Right. And, um, and you'll, um, you'll get the info you need.
0: Yeah, um, Any other projects was I know um, It was a couple Like okay Like you mentioned The short film With um, Sir Sidney Poitier yeah,
1: yeah So I put together This um, This short film uh, It's called Sidney Poitier Is Not a Politician mm. um, Actually no We changed the title It was called Poitier Meets Pendling Right And it's based On a conversation That Sir Lyndon And Sidney Poitier Had <clears throat> In the 70s When he was getting ready To leave the country Um And so yeah That's that's a short film We're developing We were talking to some This high profile actor Whose name I won't say Because mm-hmm. my manager Will kill me Right mm-hmm. Uh But you'll know his name If I said his name He was actually gonna play Pinling. Um And we already had the guy To play Sir, uh, Sir, Sir Sidney um, that was going to happen earlier this year And then, you know COVID COVID <laughs> um, Yeah, but there are all kinds of parts in the fire, man Like Cable was really impressed with Wally. It was their top rated show It beat out every channel on Monday nights mm. So in the words of David Burrows of Cable He said it helped them figure out the trajectory For the future of the company Right mm. The whole company is now going to be more Bahamian <laughs> and Bahamian content yeah. And so That's They asked me right to there. pitch a, a new Another show And I did And they liked it And that was in pre-production And then COVID So um, right. You know We're we're in a space right now Where not much can get done But As we're coming out of this Yeah just
0: say You gotta just plan And then just execute When we yeah. get out Right yeah. When yeah. we get out the void
1: Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. so Um yeah, so it's... I, you know, I mean, I, I feel pretty blessed, man. I'm, I'm working. I'm working full-time as a filmmaker. I, mm. You know, what more, what more can you ask for, right? Right. Yeah. like You
0: know, you just get to wake up and create every day. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, you know, always pushing original content, original gaming content. Original people. Original people. Yeah. <laughs> on the Original People Network. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, you know... Um, <laughs> But yeah, but what advice you would give to the young up-and-coming gaming creators, as well as the ones that are a little bit not established yet to where they could do this full-time, but trying to get there?
1: What advice would I give? Um, I was almost going to be like Tarantino and say, don't go to film school, just do it. No, but I won't say (laughs) that.
2: Uh, (laughs) um, Don't get indoctrinated.
1: Um I mean you know it's it's it dude it's such an interesting time like um I talked to this one cuz I got this I got this 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 email from this guy on Facebook who wants to um and he like, said oh I love Black Moses you're awesome yada 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 and then he's like I want to be a filmmaker too and um but what I want to do is I want to merge movies with video games mm. and I was just like then do it. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we're, 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 we're in this time where... You could try it. The, the, the right. lines are so blurred, like yeah. it's... Um, we have an example
2: of that with Bandersnatch. I don't know if you're familiar with that. With who? Bandersnatch on Netflix. It's oh. A, it's an it's a interactive movie. Right. So you get to choose certain things, and depending on what you choose, a pathway
1: opens, and then...
2: You get interesting, interesting,
1: yeah. interesting. Um... Very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, in terms of form, and I've had these conversations at the Khan Film Festival, as, as, as I've talked to you about it, Justin, mm-hmm. it's like, and and now post-COVID, like, even theaters are becoming a bit of, they're talking now about the fact that they're gonna shut them drive-in down. theaters might be the new. Mm-hmm. So it's they come like come back around, well, you know. So, I mean, we're, we're in this time where it's like, Man, just produce a good story. Yeah. Like, don't, don't... If it's too long... has a space. Like, how it's so, like how so about black as being too long and it can't be a theater. So, so what? So maybe it's not a theatrical release. Yeah. Maybe it's for Netflix. Maybe it's a docu-series. Yeah. Like, the sky is the limit right now in terms of form. Yeah. Because the lines between TV yeah. and theater yeah. and streaming are so blurred, right? But mm. what I would say to a Bahamian filmmaker specifically... As I did, this guy who wanted to merge the video game with the movie. Right. My thing to him was, "That's awesome. I hope you make it Bahamian. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a Bahamian story because immediately we avert to what's
0: out there. You feel what I'm saying? Like, doing it. Doing it. like yeah. if it's
1: yeah. anime, it's going to be Something. anime. Yeah. But yeah, could, couldn't you have an anime that's, uh, that's that happens in Nassau? Right. The yeah. characters are Bahamian. <laughs> They talk like us. They look like us. Mm. Like my advice to them would be to explore this yeah. thing we call Bohemian Man. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think some some people do a good job by doing that. You know, um, like you know, you what have... about
1: that one show? There's is like uh,
0: a na- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Yeah, re- like still they on that. supposed to be debuting this summer. Oh, I don't have too many details on that, but if they <laughs> see it, mm-hmm. sorry to put be- you on
1: the spot, but. Yeah. I'm actually curious about it Like I think it's so cool What they're doing you know? Yeah I,
0: I am too Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, If they see this You know If you wanna come up here <laughs> We can talk about it But um But yeah It's other behemoths Cause like not just them But it's like you know My other friend um, Lamaro. Um, he, I don't know if he wants I me to I heard about this dude. Yeah, he does Kunk Man. Kunk Man. Yeah. yeah like, somebody I, showed me that the other yeah, day. Yeah, i been, you know, I always talk to him about that. And yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. I have my other friend, Chase. Like, it's so many, like, comic book artists. About, like, dude. they're doing it. It's that's, just that.
1: That's, it. that's
0: we, it. We are at a seedling level right that's now. Right. We just got to keep on pushing it into the group. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, as far as cinema, again, little seedling levels, <laughs> like, people are doing it. But it's just that the masters don't know. And then right. hearkening back to those who live abroad, they yeah. wanna work. They we all know each other. Because yeah. I mean, we all grew up with each other. Some stayed in Canada and the US and some came back home. But that mm. means we don't know each other. So right. we just have to create, you know, get in the mindset to say, okay, be okay, you might want to fund them, and it's like, okay, like my old professor used to say, story in the bottom. Listen. Like you know.
1: I could tell you in the case with Wally. If it's good work, funding is going to come. Yeah. In the words of scripture, seek the kingdom and all these things will be added. Right. If you produce something that is so awesome that people can't turn away from, the money will come to you. I promise. Yeah. So don't let, don't let the money distract you because yeah. everybody looking for funding, focus on the craft, focus on the work, focus on making it the best you can. And, and then just pitch it and watch, watch, watch the funding come.
0: Yeah. That's... Because that's the major thing You know Just do the work and, <laughs> and do the best work Yeah You know Do the absolute best work But that's great But Travolta I gotta thank you again For coming on my Thank right. you show, My yeah. podcast My platform <laughs> You know um, We're probably gonna have Many conversations Which should be <laughs> Recorded <laughs> After this But um Thank but you for
1: yeah, having me man Just Appreciate it This was really fun
0: uh-huh. Yeah But y'all tune in next time To see what we do On Everything Cool Peace, love. Yeah, yes, yeah. I Also follow Travolta and everything.
1: And Black right. Moses is on YouTube. It's gonna play on cable as of next month, all July. And um, yeah, continue the conversation, man. Let's yes, let's let's continue this
0: conversation on Bahamian Independence. Of course, and when this comes out, it might be Independence, it might be not, but happy Independence. Right. Later. <laughs>